Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Everybody, this is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. First of all, I want to apologize. I was listening to the two, uh, the the second part and third part of the Thirty Red Flags on my iPhone, and the audio was horrific. <laughs> so I apologize for that. And the funny thing is, I do know, I do typically listen to my episodes afterwards, and they were horrible. But when I went to SoundCloud where I upload and host my podcast, they sounded normal. So I don't know exactly what happened, and I want to apologize for that. I'm assuming it's my older Mac computer, which is has absolutely no memory, and now I'm using my newer one. That's why the intro kind of cuts off, and uh, that's why the audio is a little different. But I'd rather the audio be too low then those two episodes were literally I had to lower the volume all the way down for me to be able to to hear it. And so for that, I, I truly apologize. Uh, hopefully you can go back and listen to it on a very low level and you can still get uh, the, the content, the gems from those, extract those gems from those two episodes. All right. Apologies aside, today we're going to talk about how child support is essentially a reward for a woman breaking up the family. Now, look. I like to always be reductionistic in my thinking and just kind of step back and look at things that we've always taken for granted or things that we always just assume are normal and right. And there's two ways you can look at child support. One, if you're in a really horrific marriage, you can look at child support as some sort of independence tax. And I think you can see this more if you only have like one kid and you're rich. So you're only paying 20% to child support. Now, understand, you know, every state's different what you're paying, but, you know, 20%. So, like, in exchange for getting away from this horrific harpy of a woman and all the, the sexlessness and the nagging and the, and, the, and the raging or whatever it was, I get freedom. I get freedom. And so I essentially become a bachelor where I don't get to see my kids as often. In most cases, it's four nights a month, you know, and sometimes you get 50-50 with child support, so maybe it's 15, but I don't get to see my kids as often. But in in lieu of uh, leaving and getting rid of the harpy, I get freedom. So I get to go do travels. I get to do what I want, when I want, where I want, you know, all these things. So you can kind of see it in that regard, especially if the marriage was horrific. And, you know, the argument is <laughs> get, get 15 years in in every marriage, which starts out blissful and you're cuddling, you're cuddling in bed for hours, you know, rutting over and over to a rutless marriage, so to speak. So if it's a really bad marriage, you can see it as an independence tax. I'm free to do what I want any old time, like the old song from the 80s. And, uh, in exchange, you got to pay a certain amount of money to the Pied Piper. Now, 
if it's a marriage that you really love the woman and you like the woman, then you can kind of see it at, in, a, in a more cynical way. And the cynical way is essentially child support is her reward for breaking up the family. Now, compare divorce from 1960 to now. 1960, the men disproportionately initiated. Now it's, we know, 75% women, 90% men, 90% college educated, uh, it's women. So they're breaking up the family. It's undubitably. Now, the woman, of course, through her solipsistic thinking will say, yes, I left you, but because you did dot, dot, dot. Well, I hate to tell you, no matter what it is, aside from physical abuse, isn't worth you breaking up the family and initiating the stepfather effect statistics of higher rates of abuse and neglect in college, you know, high school dropout and teen pregnancy and all these things we talk about. No. But in their solipsistic mind, really, that's all that matters. Again, I've, t- I've mentioned this before. Truth doesn't matter. You cannot reason with irrational people. So when you're reasoning with women, again, men are logical. We use ration and reason. And we expect women, when we make cogent arguments, to be like, you know what, Bob, you're right. It doesn't work like that. Solipsism blocks their mind from seeing these things. And I've mentioned that before. You tell your, you tell the woman, hey, you know, if we break up and you, and you start dating instead of being like a monk, a wigtail monk, you start dating, that increases our kids' chances of being physically and sexually abused up to 40 times more than if you were just alone, single, or stayed with a biological father in an intact house. You think she's really going to say, you know what, Bob, you're right. I'm not going to do it. No, it's solipsism. Solipsism blocks her. She'll just rationalize and get defensive. So no matter what she says, she's initiating divorce. It's indubitably true that women are breaking up the family. The stats back it up. So she'll leave you and like her reward for leaving you is half your assets. But we're not even going to talk about the assets because maybe it's a baby mama. So her reward for leaving you is she's going to get free money for 18 years plus the tax write-offs plus the stimulus money. But... She's going to get all this free money. You didn't ask for it. And that's the that's the main thing about this episode. You did not ask for it. If you asked for like 1960s Don Draper madman divorce. Yeah, I want to be with Megan. I want to be with a woman who's 20 years younger, even though, you know, January Jones is hot. But whatever. I want to be with a younger woman with bad teeth. Uh, yeah. So, you know, my 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 uh, remuneration to you. My compensation to you since you don't work bets. Now, these are all Mad Men references, sorry, is I'm going to give you alimony because you don't work, and I'll give you the kids, and I'll give you child support because, honestly, I'm Don Draper, and I don't want to be taking care of kids because men aren't good at taking care of kids. This isn't 1960. This isn't 1960. Most men, when they get married, they want to stay married to a woman who still stays nice. Einstein's quote. A man marries a woman and spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman. That's what men want. Men want to stay in a happy marriage. But excessive expectations are the biggest destroyer of marriages. And normally those excessive expectations are from the woman. The woman's projecting qualities into you that you don't have. So inevitably you're doomed because you're going to disappoint because this is why you should never have high expectations. I tell this to people all the time. Meeting people for the first time or going into a new job or you know, listening to Taylor Swift's new album. or Always have low expectations. Because it's a win-win. If it ends up being crappy, you'll be like, okay, I, you know, I didn't expect it to be great. And if it's great, you're like, oh, wow, that's nice. But when you go into something with high expectations, 
90% of the time you're going to be disappointed on one level. Like when you go see a new movie, the, the new Star Wars. I remember, <laughs> 24 years old. I'm in Hawaii with my ex-wife on a vacation. We lived in Alaska at a time, and Phantom Menace came out. Man, there were long lines. New Star Wars movie in 15 years. It's going to be awesome. Anakin's origins. Are... I mean, we just left like, oh, God, Jar Jar Binks. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's parts in Phantom Menace that are great. If you took out pretty much everything that didn't have to do with Darth Maul, It'd be decent. But all the kid stuff was just horrific. And of course, all the Jar Jar Binks was horrible. So that's my point. Expectations destroy marriages. And normally it's the woman. So she decides to leave. You're like, don't leave. This is going to hurt the kids. She's like, no, I'm going to leave. Oh, and by the way, I'm walking to the bank with this bag of money. I'm going to be taking from you every month. And hey, if you don't pay it, we'll just throw you in jail. Oh, and by the way. Anytime you work harder and make more money or get promotions, I get to take you back to court to get more of that. How is this fair? It's fair on one level. He initiated it. He being the one who makes more of the money. Again, women marry men who make more money than them. He initiates it. It's understandable. But if she initiates it, how is this fair? This is not fair. She has a financial incentive to break up the family. And you could say that the lower class poor women do too because they can be on welfare, right? But she has a lower class, she has an incentive to break up the family because she's going to be leaving with money. Again, so let, let's say a man, a woman marries a man who makes 150000 just 150000 which is good money in America. It's like two times more than the medium in salary of America, median income for a household. You're not making her happy or she found, a, you know, you had a BMW. She found a dude that's got a Ferrari and she's hypergamous. She's going to monkey branch. Well, whatever it is. She doesn't need a reason, right? It's no fault divorce America. You don't need a reason to divorce. She sneezes the wrong way. You can divorce her and vice versa. So she decides to leave you 150000 20% of 150000 is $30,000. So she's just going to be bankrolling $30,000 of money for the next 18 years or whatever, 15 years. You, however old your kid is when she leaves you. And this is just one kid. Okay, in the scenario that we're delineating, $30,000 of free money. $30,000 each year that she's not taxed on, by the way. You're still taxed on it. She's not taxed on it. So $30,000 of cash. Does she have to document how she spends this money? I have to keep all the receipts and submit it to the IRS to show that every dime of the thirty k is spent on the clothes and, and on whatever, ballet lessons. No, of course not. Because that would have to make women more accountable and more of a you know legal hassle for the, the court system. So no, she can spend it on Chad and Tyrone, picking up their Taco Bell when she goes to their rancid ghetto apartment to get banged. She can spend it on her new car, on a new house, on her spa treatments, on her new Botox as she's getting post-wall and saggy everywhere. She can do whatever she wants with the money. She could get the kids sackcloths from Goodwill. And have them go to the most wretched public school and use all that money to fly to South Beach. She has every right to do that. So tell me how this system is good. It's not. Child support is a woman's reward for breaking up the family. If you took away this, and this is the one law that you could make, and we'll make this a future episode. Keep this episode short here. If you passed a law 
that said whoever initiates divorce doesn't get a dime or the kids or alimony or anything. Ooh, marriage would be saved. But that's not going to happen. So let's look at child support for what it is. Child support is a woman's reward for breaking up the family. And I love it when the baby mamas or the ex-wives come back to you and say, you don't make enough money. (laughs) This is one of the reasons they might have left you, right? You work too much. You work too little. You work too much. I feel neglected. You don't work enough. You're not supporting the family, right? You can never make them happy, right? The porridge is too hot, too cold. And then even after divorce, the child support's not enough. You need to work harder. So wink, wink, in three years, I can go in for a modification and get more money from it. But it's not enough money. I need you to pay extra. The kids need braces. Well, she'll say, how do you know the kids really need braces? But the kids need this. The kids need that. It's like, woman, you've extorted me out of this amount of money by breaking us up statistically. Indubitably, statistics prove that women break up marriages. You, I know this is a foreign concept, lady. Why don't you balance the money a little better? Instead of getting a brand new house where you put all the cash into it, why don't you save a little, get a smaller house, and you'd have more cash on hand to pay for the ballet lessons? I pay you child support. That's all I have to pay you. How you manage your money is none of my business. And if you don't manage money well, which is most women, if you don't manage money well, that ain't my problem, as they would say in Alabama. So she's like, I need extra money more than the child support to pay for X, X, Y, X. Say, sorry, maybe you shouldn't have taken so many bit trips to South Beach or bought too much Taco Bell because it's showing on your waistline and Chad still isn't going to marry you. That's what you said. And the last thing I want to say is, look, child support is a reward for a woman breaking up the family, but don't bring it up to her. There's no point. Again, why are you trying to get satisfaction from women, but bringing up persuasive points. It's like you might as well be talking to a walrus. No offense to the woman. But it's like go up to any animal. Go up to a cow. Now granted, both of these animals I mentioned are fat, but whatever. Go up to a a chicken, a hen. And you'll get the same result. Hey, hen. Child support is a reward for a woman breaking up the family. It's just going to go plop, 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 or whatever sound a hen makes. You bring it up to a, a female, a human, She's not going to, she's going to be like, whatever, you didn't make me happy. And you know what? I left you because you're narcissistic, controlling, and psychologically abusive. The, the getaway, the getaway descriptions that all women use to justify their solipsistic excuse for breaking up the family. Narcissistic, controlling, and abusive because none of them can be proven. So you men who are paying child support, for a kid you never see to a harpy ex-wife who uses the money at her discretion yet still complains that she wants more, I feel for you. You should feel for me. I pay 50% to it, and it drives me crazy. So let's see and view child support for what it really is. Some of you will see it as an independent tax to get away from the woman, and some of you will see it as wretched extortion and a reward for a woman breaking up the family. And no doubt, you can see it as both. You could, hate, you could be hate, hating child support. You feel guilty that your kids are not being raised in a biologically intact house, which increases your chances of being successful later on in their life. And you could see it as an independent text because you don't want to be around your wife for a variety of reasons, myriad reasons that we've talked about here. But it is what it is, and it's wrong, it's egregious, and it needs to be fixed. But alas, it won't be fixed. 
Guys, if you appreciate my content here, please post an honest review. It would take you five seconds. I did have a new review. I do want to read this. So let me read this. I should have read it at the beginning. So my apologies to whoever posted this. Dead air. Here we go. I found Gregory's podcast a few months ago. In my humble opinion, his channel should be, quote, required listening for men of all ages and especially young men who are still operating under the programming of Hollywood and Disney. Women are wonderful creatures, and they can bring a lot of pleasure into your life, but only if you understand their nature and operate in harmony with it. Thanks, Gregory. Good review. Yeah, look, I love the fact that he's not misogynistic. He says women are wonderful creatures, and they can bring a lot of pleasure into your life. I agree, especially in the bedroom. (laughs) They can bring a lot of pleasure in your life. Again, we don't hate women. We hate the court system. So, again, you post a review, I'll read it. Two links in the episode notes, one for PayPal. Click on that, donate some shekels to support uh, putting the podcast up on SoundCloud so I can put them up on wherever you're listening to them right now. And also there's a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website. Click on that, takes you to the website. There's a thousand articles and all the podcasts are over there. It's a thousand page website. And uh, on the right side of the homepage, you'll see my two books. Click on those, it takes you to Amazon. You can buy my books there on Amazon. Or if you buy anything within 24 hours, on Amazon by going through our links, we get a 2% commission. No expense to you. If you need one-on-one coaching, contact me through clarity.fm. And lastly, please post an honest review and subscribe to The Awakened Man, to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and to Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music, courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.